Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. What's up, everyone? Thank you for downloading our uh, podcast for today. First day back at school, so a bit of school gear in today's podcast. It was also our first in-studio guest. We yes. haven't been able to have any for a while um, because of COVID, but um, Ali Simpson, mm-hmm. who was on I'm a Celeb, Get Me Out of Here. She's a singer, actress, influencer, and the sister of Cody. She's very attractive. She's lovely. Nat, she our producer, good. who has worked here mm. for how long? Uh, a bit over a year now. That was her first in-studio guest. Ever? Wow. Yep. That's right, because Nat, if you call the show, Nat is one of the lovely girls who picks up the phone. And she's been doing the voices now as well, voices. Yes, yeah. She started in March. She started, that's right. She'd been in the office for like a week and a half, and then she had to go home and work from home. Yeah. There you go. Do you know, also today, this blew my mind, today is the one-year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's death. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Hasn't that just, like, I mean, gone so fast. <laughs> yeah. It feels like it was only a couple of weeks ago. Because you're announced. a huge basketball fan, aren't you? Because that really not, affected you. Not massively fan. But, but my, when you see, see someone that high up, you think yeah. that nothing's going to happen well, to you, them. Well, you, you honestly do, yeah. You And my son is a huge basketball fan. So mm. I, I get into it with him and I like following it. That's sort of something we can watch together. But, um, but yeah, you see people like Kobe Bryant, he'd retired. You know, a couple of years earlier, he was on a helicopter with his um, daughter. daughter. It always made me feel uncomfortable, though, that him and his wife had decided that they would never be in the helicopter together. Well, you're you're basically saying, look, we appreciate that it's not safe. Well, apparently, the reason he was catching a helicopter was he was putting on a training camp. Yeah. So he wanted to do this sort of project, training camp project. Um, And I hope I'm telling the story correctly. Um, And his wife said, yeah, sure, no worries. But... um, it was going to take a lot of family time out of yeah. what it was, but he said, I'll get a helicopter because it'll save me drive time through LA traffic or mm. whatever. So that was the only reason. Yeah, to he spend was more time as a family. To be yeah. with the family so and still do that. But having said that, you're like, oh, if you had to just drive. But, you know, people have car accidents every yeah. day. Yeah. I think just when it's your time, it's your time. Mm. Um, but yeah, that would be, I can't imagine what it would be like for his wife, mm. you know, with a husband and a daughter. Yeah, you know? rough. Yeah. But, yep, it's been one year since that. Um, today, first day of school, we get some of our old school teachers on to share some stories. Mm-hmm. Some surprising stories. Yes. Shared. Unbelievable stories. <laughs> shared. Yeah. About yeah. you crying. That was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about, about you. Oh. The stories of you. <laughs> Do you think it was made up? Do you think that's not even my teacher? Is that a cigarette in your hand? Oh, New Year's resolution. Pick up smoking. <laughs> no, it's a sticker. Oh, rolled up sticker. That 100%. Oh, it looks like a roller, yeah. It's got, it looks like, <laughs> like a couple of you just casually just hold the dart in if your If we hand. could wrap this up, I've got to get snooed. What did you just do when you left for five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Just, uh, all right. Don't smoke people. That's not. No, no definitely, definitely don't. don't Actually, people. my son was listening to, there must be songs that are out saying, don't you feel whack. Something about, like, they're all anti-smoking one. Yeah. Uh, I don't mm, know. You haven't heard it? Is that something that the kids are singing now? No. Mm. It's maybe it's something that Harold in the vans teaches them now at school. Oh, the giraffe. The giraffe, mm. yeah. They play it on Spotify. Mm. Don't smoke that wacky tobacky. <laughs> Stay away from the cracky. Hey, it's you. Look at you. <laughs> if there's a pipe, say nope. Because <laughs> it's probably got some dope. <laughs> <laughs> it writes itself. Write this, I'll write this shit yeah. down. <laughs> so write it, write it down. <laughs> if they want you to drink. Actually, they've got the, the van already. The kids do. 
Mm. The van's starting next week. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It Kick it off early. Mm. Does yeah. the dental van still go to school? No. I was talking about this and no one could understand. I said to my mum, mm. I got my fillings at school. She yeah. goes, how could you get them at school? I said, because the van was there and she yeah. couldn't remember. I'm like, yeah, they used to come up during school time. You used to get a letter yeah. and it was like, you've got to go and see the dentist. Mm. You'd see that van pull up and start shitting yourself for weeks, just waiting mm. for your turn thinking, remember that thing they used to And it was all free. Yeah. yeah. Did they do that thing too where you wash your mouth out with this stuff that stained where all the plaque is and then you had yes, to brush to get it all yeah. off and it took like two and a half hours? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good times. Why did they stop the vans? Maybe it's a cost thing. I don't know. Maybe maybe they still do do it. No, they don't. They don't? No, because I say that because I used to have like, the, yeah, a temporary one that would go there. Aren't they mobile now? So you get in at your school and they drop you off somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just remember I um, had one, uh, like a meeting in there with my mum. They were like, we think he needs um, probably braces or plates. She was like, oh, yeah, how much? And they were like, whatever they said it was. She goes, no, I don't think he does. Like, no, we think he does. <laughs> Mum's like, no, nah, I don't think he Did does. Did you get braces? No, I never ended up getting them. Because your teeth are very straight. Yeah, I had, I had a big gap. But you don't um, now. In the, yeah, my, I just think. Just grew into it naturally. Kind of grew mm. in. Because I've just got braces for Finny. Finn, yeah. yeah. They're expensive, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How, mm. how expensive would you think they are? So what are they? Do they give you a a, a braces career price up front? Like do they say over your braces wearing? I didn't ask enough questions. Right. I so, would say that's unusual. No, no, no. What I meant was I thought this was the braces. This was it. No, yeah, but right. They retainers were, and stuff come up. Well, no, all the retainers are all paid for. So this is everything for all checkups, everything, and I get the retainer as well because this is more to create space because he's having impacted teeth. Yeah, yeah. But then when I was on, I was like, oh, so you got to. Um, come back every eight weeks and you get them tightened. And I said, and how, how many years are these on for? And he said, 12 months. And I mm. thought, <clears throat> <laughs> I was like, 12 months. I was like, I was expecting to have three years for the cost. Yeah, yeah right. So how much do you reckon? $8,000. $10,000. Okay. I still thought it was a lot. Five. Uh, I that, thought that that was is a, a lot. I thought it was the first. Are you sure? Because my mate just got braces for his kid and it was five and he goes, that's just the start. Yeah, he needs braces again. Yeah, right. Yeah, so this is the spaces, and I'm hoping that will be all right because his teeth are all growing into each other. Yeah. It's to brace his mouth out so there's room for the teeth to come through because mm. second teeth are growing into second teeth. Ouch. Yeah. Mm. Better hope that there's not like a trend in years to come. You know how there's always like something odd about models that people get into? Yeah. They're yes. like all of a sudden it's like not having straight <laughs> teeth is like the bougie thing as a model. Oh, please, God. <laughs> <laughs> Time to shine, girlfriend. <laughs> the horse look is in, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's like the eyebrows. And yes. I used to pluck my eyebrows yeah. to be so yeah. small. And Cara then it's like Delvine. the big, bushy mm. eyebrows. Well, and then my the friend waxed too. mine off. So uh, it was yeah. Yeah. not helpful. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That was money, by the way, guys. It was an accident. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, here's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Matty's voice is breaking over there because he's thinking about being back at school for the first time. Oh, God. No, I'm finally going through the change. Woo! There hey, I am. I'm a boy. I'm a boy. I'm a boy. Oh, what a cutie. Hey, but we're talking about the first day of school for so many kids, but also for teachers as well. This is their first day, so we thought we'd have a chat to them. Um, they're going into teaching for the very first time. They're going to be nervous. Yeah, we also have to say good morning at the count of three. Ready? One, okay. two, three. Good, good morning, morning, Mrs. Comstock. 
Morris. Morning, how are you? How are you feeling about today? Very excited, but also a little bit nervous I, to be expected. So it's your um, first day teaching what grade? Year two. Okay. And have you gone in before and prepped all the classroom and make sure everything's in order? Yeah, so the week before, um, we were all in here Monday and Tuesday all day setting up, organising everything, and then at the end of the week we had our meetings all the teachers in our year level. So, yeah, we've been here all week, the week before. Just on the wines and stuff, getting to know each other, <laughs> little soiree. I, I, I wish I wish I had my glass of Shiraz with me. <laughs> <laughs> don't start now. They say that teachers are the ones that drink the most because they've got the most stress that people don't recognise. So just be careful. Well, best of luck. We've got uh, <laughs> a lot of teachers who are starting for the first day. Uh, another Mrs K from Warrigal Road State Primary School. This is amazing. Mrs. K, I don't normally like to bring up people's age, but when I, I saw yeah. that you were a mature age um, graduate, I was like, oh, has she just gone back to teaching? But you had a, a switch in careers. Yes, because I was administration. I worked in administration for many years, and then I had my three boys, mm-hmm. and um, I just did home book work. And then I decided when I was going back that I'd go back and take my own career path, and that's what I did. So wow. This is so Can, exciting. Do you mind if we say your age on air? Mind. <laughs> so you're going, and this is what—it's incredible. That's why I want to say it. So you're 53. Oh, I was born in, yeah, I was born in 66. Mm. And today is your first day as a teacher. Yes, yes. You know what I love it about that be. is I know very all, exciting. Yeah, and but all your students are going to be terrified of you because going to be like, she's been around for yeah, a she's, she yeah, knows she's, she's she doing. knows what to about. And plus, yeah. you've got so much experience, <laughs> and the the parents will respect you as well because they won't think it was your first your first day. Yes, I, that's right. And I think, you know, having that experience with your own children as well, mm. 24-7, having three boys, it certainly oh. does help. Mm. Um, just the, the holistic value of the children, you know, to look at the holistic development as well as the academic. So I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, it's, it's a bit yeah. of a passion of mine. Yeah, well, good luck with it today. Have fun. Uh, West End State School uh, going into prep is Miss Bond. Good morning, Miss Bond. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're good. How are you feeling? Got the jitters? How's the nerves, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm feeling very nervous, but I'm so excited. What are you going to start the morning with this morning? Like, you know how some do like a little dance or a song or I don't know, a little ritual? Is it, do you have something that you're going to do? Yeah, so we're going to come in and we'll do a bit of carpet time and a bit mm-hmm. of singing, a bit of dancing, getting to know you games, so... They get to know each other, and I get to know them as well. Oh, so you obviously got grade sixes? <laughs> no, no. I've got the little ones. Yeah, they're, right. they're very little. <laughs> There's something that our um, that the prep teacher at the school that my kids went to, she's been doing it for, for many, many years, and she has, even time they come back from breaks, they lay on their back and they do like a wrap time. They twine their arms and they mm. twine their legs because that way they can't do anything. <laughs> and they oh. lay there and they all need to focus like that, and then she'll commence. It's called hog oh, time, yeah. Miss Bond. <laughs> That's what it like. She goes around with the zip ties and locks no, them they the they All my kids stay completely still. You're like, I can't tell you my secret. Yeah. I've been working on it. Uh, now, Miss Graf is on. You're also from West End State School. You're going into grade five um, as your very first day of teaching. How are you feeling? Nervous, but uh, the excitement is steadily taking over. <laughs> Have you and Miss Bond been looking out for each other since you're both brand new at the school? 
We have talked a lot about what we're doing on the first day, what we're doing the first week. You know what's amazing about a teacher, and I think I had some teachers who I did not get along with at all, mm. you know, oh. at school. And that was, and I must say, Miss Graff, it was mainly my fault. But <laughs> I mainly do, all, yeah. I do have a couple of teachers who I can honestly say, if it wasn't for them and their encouragement and some of the paths they pushed me down, I would not have the, the happy life that mm. I have today. So mm. I, I don't think we can underestimate the importance of the job that men and women in teaching do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I hope I'm one of those one of those people. Mm. Well, it's true because you, you sometimes you don't remember any of your teachers' names, but you always have that one or two that really made a difference. And mm. often they were in primary school as well. Yeah. Mrs. Holbrook was I mine. Agree, yeah. I never forget her name or mm. what she looks like. But anyone <laughs> since then, I'll be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree. Mm. There are so many teachers in high school. I feel like I remember my primary school teachers. Yeah. 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 Best of luck today. Enjoy it. And remember, there's always tomorrow if today doesn't go back. <laughs> exactly right. Thank you so much. All right. And a short week. Yay. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck to all the first-time teachers, students, and the parents dropping off preppies this morning. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yeah, uh... McGregor went down, wasn't it? Oh, McGregor. McGregor went mm-hmm. down um, to the Diamond, Dustin Portier, and there was memes going around because I don't, I like the the drama. You like the face off before, yes. you don't like the fight. You like when they get inch to inch, I like they all almost... the stories behind mm-hmm. the fighters, and yeah. sometimes you can watch those yeah. as well in, on, online and um, on the TV in the lead up to the game, yeah. but the actual game's a bit too the violent fight. for me. The UFC fight. fight. All right, not a game? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, well, they might, I mean, in their mind, they There's might no call balls, it game yeah. day. All right, sure. They call it shows, actually. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But there was a lot of memes going around saying, find someone who loves you like Dustin's uh, wife loves him because she stole the show at the end. Um, he said that he heard her screaming as soon as he did the final blow and he turned away and he could hear her screaming. She was running down. This is what she said to the camera. That's the last time you're going to doubt my husband, I swear to God. Woo! Yeah, she's... she's that, that's amazing, amazing woman. Jolie is her name. Until you hear the backstory, though, that does very much sound like it's the middle of the uh, mall in the valley yes. and a bloke's gotten into a fight, <laughs> knocked yep. the other one out, and then the girlfriend's standing behind them. Yep. That's the last time you're going to doubt my husband, <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. Yeah. The girl who started the fight. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that's the last time you're going to doubt my husband, I swear to God. And he's on the ground and she's over mm. and going, you hear that? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he gets emotional talking about her because he says that she backed him when they had no money. And in fact, he didn't have a car. So to get around to the shows, the fights, they would use her car and she would drive him around. Wow. This is what he said about her. I didn't have a car. She'd drive me to shows. Uh, she'd stay in the broken down hotels and motels with me. I don't want to get emotional here, but it's my girl, man. She's uh, stuck it out with me. And and this is this win is as much hers as it is mine. I wouldn't be here without her for sure. No. I found that impressive. Yeah. Did he not have a license? No, well, I don't think so. You wouldn't but want to I, drive home after being belted around either. Yeah, but still, if I met a guy yeah. and he's like, oh, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be a millionaire, I'm going to be a fighter. Can you I take me to Macca's? <laughs> yeah, I don't have my own car or anything, but like, back me, I'd go, nah. Nah? <laughs> I don't know. If I was madly in love, I just think when people want to follow their dreams, you go, I do want to be there for yeah. you. But it doesn't always pay off. Like, mm. for every story like this, there mm. are a whole lot of girls going, yep. 
He didn't have a car. I drove him around for five years. Imagine lost you lost five great years of my life to that loser. Imagine you text a guy and say, "Come over, I'm keen," and he texts back, "Can you pick me up?" Or do you know the <laughs> Brisbane City Council bus timetable? It's two buses to... and then a walk. I'll be yeah. there in forty-five. <laughs> it's it's like now though. It's a great <laughs> Cinderella story yeah. because. He, she, he didn't have a license, didn't have a car. She's driving him around, and now she can say, you know, that's my man. Never doubt him. But, mm. but like you're saying, there's plenty of people out there who like they're with someone saying that they're going to be a big shot one day. Yeah. And then, ten years later, they're still driving them around. They're still staying in crappy old hotels. But then you know it's Murphy's law. Then you get sick of it, you leave, and they become Bill Gates the next day. Yeah, well, so you, you just keep in there just you in case. Hold on. Remember your son didn't have his license and his girlfriend was driving around and you're like, you're going to get your license because that's not going to last very long. She's going to lose Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I said to him. I said, uh, a young man without a license is just one of the saddest things. Even if you don't have a car, <laughs> I just think be organised to be able to get it. Absolutely. If you're borrowing your parents' car... Not as bad, but yeah. if you literally cannot operate a vehicle, I think, as a young man, that is... My friend was dating a guy, and it was just silence after he said it, um, because she was like, he's like, now I've never got my licence, and they're like, you just never got around to it? And he said, I just kept failing my L's. <laughs> wow. And Jenny just looks at us like, yeah, and we're like, cool dude, he's really cool. But now I've got my orders, so that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we want to ask, it turned out well for... For Poirier and his wife. But have you ever backed a loser? A dreamer? Can we should nah. we play? No, no, loser. Right. A, a dreamer what, loser. The sort of thing where you supported them while they did their studies or they were an entrepreneur and they're gonna get this big invention off the ground, didn't have their license, you drove them around. It's, and there's no shame in it. No. Recognising the fact you backed a loser is about moving forward. Mm-hmm. So what, who, about if, I can't say, what about if they're still with them? You don't want to say loser. Well, them. you can remain anonymous. Like, yeah. are you still backing? <laughs> yeah, are you still dreamer? backing your little loser? <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Yeah. You can say that. Yeah. 13, 10, 60. You backed someone in those early days of dating. They said they were going to be great. You, you sacrificed all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they just, you know, they let you down. Brittany in Stretton. Have you backed a loser, Brittany? Yeah, unfortunately I have. I wouldn't say I was much of a winner on that one. What happened? Um, but my ex, I was with him for about seven years. Um, he had ambitions to be part of the All Blacks team. Pretty much everything you could think of under the sun, he was going to be a professional at it. So um, playing Xbox, boxing. He could apparently catch a bullet with his own two teeth. Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing talent there. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no, backed him, so paid our rent, paid for like everything from to go and do sports clubs, training, all of that. Unfortunately, wasn't the best investment. <laughs> what so, made you realise? Did you just... She went to a game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, went to an intermission. <laughs> no, yeah, a game was definitely one of them. Um, but no, my parents were really adamant on me leaving because yeah. they thought I deserved better than that. And eventually I just woke up to reality and realised you can't keep flogging a dead horse. How long so, did you back that loser for? Seven years. So I was like 16 when I first was with mm-hmm. him and he started playing for um, the Reds underage team then. So it was kind of like there may have been hope. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just nothing. Oh. <laughs> Seven years of a learning curve. Yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> no so, more losers, Brittany. 
Hundred percent. No, yeah. only winners from here now. Yeah, all yeah. realistic people. Either yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a winner. I just want a realistic person. I need you to be moderately. I've got dreams. Don't tell me about your yeah, dreams. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all right. Thirteen, ten, sixty. Don't be ashamed. Did you back a loser? We got Tash and Bribey Island. You've done this too. What happened? I'm a real winner loser person here. I backed totally the wrong one. I'm going to say it does end happily, but six months of my life I wasted. Met this person at a local pub in Brizzy, heard his sad story, he had no nowhere to go, nowhere to live, all the rest of it. I thought I had a spare room, he stayed in my house. There was nothing too full on about us, you know, benefits, yeah, here and there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, found out he's actually had money in his bank account and he was going overseas on one of those boy trips, like a girl can take you to her, but a man one. Yeah. yeah, with all of his mates. So he actually had money. He was saving his pay packet as a tradie. <laughs> So I was just a silly little hairdresser just trying to wing it. What was his dream, though, that he was selling to you? Like, what was he going to get it, cut it big at? No, he didn't even want to cut it big. He just had nowhere to go, and I felt sorry for him. He didn't have to give me that. I'm just an idiot. (laughs) Who cares? Did he end up going on the holiday? Yeah, yeah, they all went. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, you you said it. You said at the start of this that it ends well. I I found a man, and we've been together fourteen years, yeah, and they right. work on the same job site. Boom chakalaka! <laughs> <laughs> they work together. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Tash. Thanks for calling. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Ladies and gentlemen, middle-aged failure. Come on. Paulina, you should choose more appropriate clothes or shed some pounds. I'm sorry. Do what you love. Don't do it for the fame. Please make it welcome our guest tonight, Dicko. Hey, uh, this is going to be fun because Dicko, yeah, Dicko's putting on a country spit roast and it starts on January 28. Uh, The man is on with us this morning. Always fun to have a chat. Dicko, good morning. Hello, darlings. How the devil are you? <laughs> nice to hear your voice. So what is Dico's country spit roast? It's to, a chance for a C-grade celebrity has been to dress up as a cowboy with a load of drag queens and put on a great dinner and show with all the big hits from Nashville past. What's not to love about that? So who's hosting it? Well, oh, no, you're so kind. <laughs> no, it's me. I've got my, I've got my bumless leather chaps on, and my, I'm squeezing my twenty-gallon head into ten-gallon hats, and we're having fun. It's uh, happening uh, there at the Night Quarter on the sunny coast. Nightquarter.com.au if you want to get yourself um, some tickets. So, and it's, this is happening um, once a month, right? Yeah, exactly. Go figure. No one was more surprised than me that they said yes to that. But hey, we're in show three now and it's still going strong. So then have you relocated up there then? Have you had to? Yeah, Yeah, right. I'm, yeah, I'm living in Mullaney right now, so I'm here. I've been here for five years in beautiful Mullaney, and uh, yeah, and since COVID, I haven't bothered going back to the big cities at all. Mm. I've come to Brizzy a couple of times, and that does me. Well, we're excited that you're going to appear on this one, which is also filmed in um, Queensland, which is the new Channel Seven show, Holy Moly. Looks great. Well, I found my uh, I found my level at last, dressing up as a pirate and chipping balls over a shark infested lake, and dressing as a cowboy. So <laughs> it only took me fifteen years to realise my talent level, but I found it, and I'm happy with that. Because I didn't know what the show was about. Because I thought it was literally just putt putt, and I was like, well, it's a bit unfair. There's a golfer in there, you know well, what I mean, actually, like no, Greg Norman. It's a giant putt putt. I mean, mm. it's kind of it's a knockout with golf clubs mm. and serious bodily injury. 
because the body count was actually quite high on this. I think there's been quite a few broken bones and drownings. But apart from that, it's <laughs> going to be great. Moment. Yeah, yeah right. who, who went to hospital? They had a broken arm? Oh, we talked to a Denise uh, Drysdale. Denise, yeah, mm. <laughs> Denise. Hopefully that's going to keep her warm. That uh, that settlement will keep her warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I'm surprised you I'm see just, the ads for any people. Bit, I, I feel a bit dirty that I didn't take a tumble, actually. So. <laughs> it's your skill level, Dico. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, and, you know, obviously Australian Idol, there's talk of that coming back onto to TV. And let's be honest, Australian Idol was the original and the best talent search show um, because it used to show the sucky people and your job, Dicko, was to give them the God's honest truth. If mm-hmm. if you were to get the call up again, would it be the same Dicko as last time or, or, or what, what Dicko would we get this time? No, look, um, they, they wouldn't want someone as old and fat and useless as me now. They get someone famous. It'll be some, the other person from Destiny's Child will get a Guernsey, I reckon. Bill <laughs> um, <Sir> Williams. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but look, it's, let's face it, there's no way they're going to go back to a octogenarian like trio of confused old people. It's not going to happen. So, And also, I doubt very much if there'll be anyone getting one between the eyes. It's going to be nicey-nicey. It'll be a love fest. Well, so it won't be like... It's a, diffi- it's a difficult yeah. thing, you know, because obviously I, I agree we d- shouldn't be on television pulling people down and, and doing whatever. No, save that for why? Tell me yeah. why. <laughs> but but what, I, what I do think we need is, and I do this with my own children, you shouldn't encourage talents that people don't have. You know, like, <laughs> unfortunately, not everyone can be whatever they want. Yeah. You uh, Like, I would love to be a rock star, but that's never going to happen because I don't have the talent. You know? well, I think you've just sorted out the casting. We're just going to get three really stern soccer moms to sort these guys. Three, out, three Karens, Dicko. We'll <laughs> oh, baby, you can be whatever you want. You You're gorgeous. Do that though. If your daughter had been practicing singing and she wasn't very good, but she wanted to go on this show, you couldn't look her in the eyes and go, "You're terrible." I would tell her to give it a go, but if she didn't get on, I wouldn't be like, you "Just slog away for the rest of your life." I'd be like, no, "Look, it's you. You have better talent." But she would get on because you know how they like to put those through that actually have no talent. Yeah, set her up an Instagram, do, you know, like a 12-month <laughs> nightclub tour. Uh. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with a little bit of uh, tough love, shall we say. Mm. But let's face it, when I was a bastard on, on, on TV, there was no social media, so... Yeah. Kicking I got was touching the old school. I'd be tarred and feathered now, and the yep. cancer culture would probably get banned from the bowls club. <laughs> God, it's true, isn't it, though? Because happened. you never used to have it. So whatever happened on TV was it. But now whatever happens on TV, even if the executives of the show say, yep, we like it, there is an afterfall after, like, you know, a couple of days where yeah. it's like mm-hmm. that was the wrong thing, and, and then people lose it. their jobs. Yeah. 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 No, look, look. They, let's face it, it's going to be a lovely, lovey-dovey fest, and good luck to them, but... You know, I'm too old, too fat to do it now. So I'll be, I'll be looking forward to, to who sits in my seat and will they have as good a mullet? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> you, of course, uh, were a record executive as well, uh, working for Sony Music. So big stars come to town and, and you work with them here in Australia. We've been told that apparently you looked after Mariah Carey and she instructed you to find 12 white Labradors before a TV show. Yeah, it was six, six, six white Labrador puppies wow. before a TV show. And, and, and to be honest, it was, she wasn't pointing at me. I was working in the promotions department and we were told, we've got to source these. Can you imagine that? 
pooing and, and weeing everywhere, running around. Oh, it'd just be a nightmare. Oh, and the puppies. And that's just Mariah. Ah, sorry. Yay. Sorry. My fault. My fault, Dicko. Did you, did you do it, though? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Because she was, she's one of those people that owns up and says, yeah, I'm a diva. Ooh. And you know that the requests are just for fun to see people uh, run around her. Yeah, maybe, but do you know what? It's, it's, she's not she's not Robinson Crusoe there. When I moved to Australia, Puff Daddy came over to Australia and would not leave Sydney Airport for his promotion because the limo that had been sent for him was white. Oh. And then when we finally sent a black one, he said, I'm not leaving because the stereo system in the limo is not good enough for me to listen to my mixes. So that idiot sat around the bloody airport like for about 15 hours, like Tom Hanks in that movement. Yeah. <laughs> and what, did did radio stations call him at the airport or he just sat there eating no, no, McDonald's no. and I a mean, porter? Obviously, he just, I mean, he was heading for the airport. I'm mm. heading for hotel, but ultimately, it just, yeah, that's the sort of nonsense you have to deal with. I would love to be that famous and that unreasonable. It'd be awesome. But yeah. that comes back to what we were saying. No one's told them that, that that's not allowed and that that's not the, you know, no one's given them the tough love to say, get out of the aeroplane, you idiot, and get to the hotel. Well, it, yeah, but I mean, it's a bit scary with, with P. Diddy because, you know, a lot of his a lot of his security staff are all packing heat. So mm. you're not going to go them, you know. Yeah. Seeing the defiant ones, come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, have any of you got Fair guns? Boy. Anyone got guns? No, you're not? Come on, Diddy, get in the car. Stop being a little... <laughs> uh, and what, did you ever get asked to do illegal things that you had to be like, no, we can't, that doesn't fly here? Yeah, of course. Obviously, a lot of requests for drugs, mm. you know, which didn't really bother us because it's the record industry, so it's overflowing with that stuff. So, but um, but yeah, I mean, loads of people ask you to get drugs. I remember once, one time, a friend of mine was asked by Tom Jones to get a little something. Mm. And he was a bit shocked by this and, and even more shocked when he found out that Tom Jones was after a little blue one. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, and he sent me that. That is like putting a marshmallow in a Kjolson. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of shatters the, issue, the uh, image, doesn't yes, it? Yes, you know? it does. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you need a prescription for that, don't you? Don't know. No, no, no not in Bali. I suppose you think about it, if you're <laughs> if you're famous like Tom Jones and you take a prescription to a chemist, yeah. they're all gonna talk about what it is, aren't they? I think they would it's know. Like, you're not gonna ask for preparation H if you're Tom Jones and a chemist, <laughs> are you? You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. And got any fungal cream while I'm at it? <laughs> 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 I've got a hot date, dear. <laughs> <laughs> hey Dicko, uh, the night quarter dot Get onto that website to get your tickets. Um, it's Dicko's Country Spit Roast. Looks like a lot of fun. and um, It's the most fun you can have with your spanks on. Let me tell you, Australia. Yes, get involved. Uh, buddy, always our pleasure to have you on. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, guys. $10,000 when we play the 28th of January. Your answers are... Train and teacher. So your letter is T. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There's a lot of people that sell stuff on eBay. eBay? What I bought on eBay. I like to declare that I'm an ambassador from eBay. They've never asked me, but I support it quite a bit. Um, I love buying things on there, and I'm not really into selling things until this year. Well, because it used to always be mainly, like, it didn't eBay first start out as, like, peop- like a garage sale sort of yeah. 
place before which people started selling from their shops. Yeah, on yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like you put an item up and you bid it. Yeah, yeah. and I, I like buying a lot of secondhand clothes, um, so that's why I'd always use um, eBay. But I made the, <laughs> I made it last year. Remember, yes, I said I I'm remember. not going to buy any new clothes. You're not going to buy any new clothes for the whole year. Yeah, you got enough. Yeah, I've got enough, and I just I hold on to it. So yesterday I was wearing <laughs> holes in it, but it was a dress that we realised my husband bought me 15 years ago. Wow. Still wearing it. Yeah. What were the holes caused by? Just old Oldness. age, just moths or yeah. something got into it. Yeah, right. But I was just meeting my, our neighbour's mum, and she's only got a few holes there. I was like, howdy. It's the fashion these it's days. It's the fashion, you know. <laughs> like, 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 the worn look. What if you yeah. hold on to it long enough, it comes back around. I know. That's what's so True. good about it. But I was like, no, nah, I'm going to clear out my wardrobe. And I brought a lot of clothes into the girls here at, at work. And then some that I didn't. I was like, well, I kind of want to put them up and make sure they go to a good home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took a lot to Lifeline. But if they're really good ones, I put them up on eBay. And I put them up for free. Uh, can you do that? Yeah, you can ah, put them up for free. I didn't know for that. For free. And I was like, okay. And then I realised, big mistake, because I also had to pay for postage. Yes. So I was editing them and I was like, you just have to pay for postage. Yeah. You know, well, no, I mean, that's fair enough if yeah. you're not paying for the actual yeah, item. Yeah, because I just wanted to get rid of them, you know, doing good for the environment. No bids. Oh. And I was like, but they're free, man. Just, <laughs> what, you don't have to bid, just take them? it. You what need to what put them out crime has she committed this in that dress is... that she's trying to bail it off to someone <laughs> oh, else? If you are blonde, have blue eyes, and live around this area of this side, you may buy this off me. Where were you on Wednesday, by the way? <laughs> uh, like, it's a long sleeve. If you know the brand, it's UNE, and um, they're swimmers. Hmm. And it was a red one. It's got a long... Red but sexy, Maddie, and it's got this zip that goes out the front. They're beautiful. It's by a local designer, and normally they buy them for one hundred and ninety dollars new. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I put it up there for free. I'll have them. No, there was no bids. People like, are no. sus. That's it. It's People a skepticism. Yeah, because I had a, I had an extra ticket outside a concert. One of my friends didn't come, and we were trying. We could not give it away. We're like, mate, we'll give you a ticket. The people lining up, like, nah. It's and people say you, you don't enjoy as much if you get it for free. Mm. So my friend always goes, if you want to do well at the gym, Mm-mm. make sure you pay for a really expensive trainer because you're going to work harder. That's true. So put it out so, on the front lawn with a sign saying "Not for sale." No, well, I thought, bugger it. This is really good, and no girl's appreciating it. Mm. And I got really annoyed. I was like, you know what? They sell for one hundred ninety dollars. I'm going to put it up there, and I'm going to put it for 120. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And non-stop bids. Wow. Yeah, it's sus. It's like if someone walked up to you on the street and said, "I just want to give you fifty dollars." Yeah. You wouldn't take it. No. You'd be like, "Nah, what's up here? Where's the camera? Mm-hmm. What's going on?" Mm-hmm. It, f- it feels trappish. You can't give away anything. No. Apart it from feels COVID. trappish. Well, I thought we'd try to do a bit of an experiment. And I'll yeah. put some stuff up and I'll put it for free and then we'll put a cost and see if it gets more bids. Okay, was, I like there, it. There was once a case when people were applying for a jobs. Remember, we were studying this at uni and they had like a certain pay bracket on it and it was quite high, like really high pay and no one applied for the job. And then they put the same job description but really low pay and everyone applied. They literally thought that they weren't good enough for the high-paying mm. job. Yeah. Or like those restaurants you go to where you decide what you should pay for the meal and people generally pay people pay more than what they would have put on the menu. They're usually lentil cafes and Always. stuff, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you can never go. You can never go again. I'll get the two fifty uh, rum, yeah. uh, side chips, greens for the table, bottle of wine, and I'll just pay what I want. Yeah, that's true. Which is three bucks. <laughs> sounds so. Sounds would right. you feel better? Let's just say I put up some plants, right? Would yeah. you feel better if I put it up for ten dollars? You came and bought it. Then if I put it up for free, I think I would be the person who would rather pay 
then take it Because you think free. That there's a catch? There's some, yeah, there's a catch. Or you'd like, yeah, you'd get there and they'd be like, you can take the plant, but you've got to sign up to Isagenics for 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They just get you there. Or, yeah. Here's uh, the good story. We're, we're, we're not trusting, not, are we? We're not allowed to knock on doors as Jehovah's Witnesses yeah. anymore, so we lure you in with our free plants. It's like when you see free furniture on the side of the road. Do you still like to get it at night? Yep. Yes! Like it says it's free, <laughs> yeah. but I'll come. I'll come back. <laughs> and yeah. you and you drive up yeah. and down the street three times. Mm. You're like, keep the car running, yeah. lift up, and then you run out. But it says, please take. Yeah. But you and you, if you see someone walking in the street, you put it down. You don't want them to see yeah. you picking it up. Yeah. All right. So you're putting stuff up. I'm gonna put stuff up, and I'll see the different price. Because honestly, I was putting all this stuff up for free, and I was like, you can pay for postage. One of them, I even said I'd pay for postage. So, so light didn't sell. As soon as they put a high price on them all, they all sold. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Mm. I mean, that's good, though. And then I was like, oh, I've got money on my eBay. Oh, yeah. no, I can't. No, right. Well, you can buy stuff that's not clothes. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 That's for the kids and stuff. That's not really oh, fun. boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a waste of money. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. What was Stab Abby and Matt like at school? <laughs> All right, yes, back to school for a lot of kids. A lot of kids' birthdays, a lot of kids, new classrooms, new teachers. We've already spoken to some teachers this morning who was their first day, very nervous. But over the weekend, um, we did a little bit of digging, mm. and we found some of our old teachers that taught us back in high school. Now, obviously, we couldn't find any of mine because I'm so old, they're all dead. Um, but we, <laughs> we managed to find... I hate it when he beats us there. A couple, of, sorry. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> the first step is admitting. You know. Yeah. Uh, we managed to find a couple of yours. So we're going to delve into your um, primary school years. Oh, this, see, I find this scary because... You're a bit of a ragamuffin. Oh, I, was, I was a terrible... Mm. I spent a lot of time in detention. When did you grow out of that? Um, I'm still working on it. HR here would beg to differ that you've really moved on. I do often at lunchtime have to sit at the door of the HR office and eat my lunch there because I'm not allowed to hang out with the other kids. They call your mum and Zita's like, stop it, mate, he's an adult. (laughs) Sorry, we should have put a trigger warning for our first guest on for this one because we do have from primary school, Maddie, one of your sports teachers, Miss Amanda. Good morning, Miss Amanda. Good morning. Now, do you remember, Maddie, what was Maddie like? Is this true? Oh, was he? Sure yeah, you sure do. Wait, is that good? Because I would imagine, like a sporty teacher, he was into his sports. He would have been good at it. He was amazing at sports. Um, my biggest memory I have of him is, it, I'll tell two stories as kind of combined to one. Okay. Maddie, Maddie wanted to be the house captain of our sports team desperately, and he was a bit naughty, so they wouldn't let him run for house captain, and that really upset him. So mm-hmm. he decided to run away from his classroom. And hang out in my classroom, and we refused to go back. Yeah, I and cried. Then when been, How old? Were yep, you, what he, year? He was crying. Grade seven. Yeah, grade seven. Yeah, I was he was crying and crying. It was terrible. So was you abdicated to another to see if you could. You'd, almost like a Trump. Yep. <laughs> I think he's still got feelings about that because he's brought it up a few times. And he and he ended up hanging out, uh, hiding from admin under the, the mouseboard in front of my classroom all day. He was so upset. It was awful. It was because the, then, the teacher, I'd rallied yeah. votes at lunchtime, and the teacher who was running it actually said, <laughs> now when you vote, make sure you think about the behaviour of children. And she pretty much just said, don't vote for Matt. Wow. Like, she may as well have just written on the blackboard, he's a jerk, don't vote for him. We have that teacher on the line as well. <laughs> hey, Mole. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and, yeah. and then after, after he didn't get house captain. They ran um, trials for the 100-metre sprint, and Maddie was convinced she was going to beat the 100-metre record because he was really fast. 
And anyway, he, he was, must have been away on the day they did the trial, so he didn't get into Div 1. And to beat the record, you have to be in Div 1. Right. So anyway, he comes back to school, finds out he's in Div 2. Devastated again. <laughs> back and, under the debatable crying. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go and have a massive argument with the sports teacher. And then we all had to stay behind after school one day and he had to do a runoff with the kids that were in Div 1 to prove he was good enough to be in there. How did he go? And he did awesome. He got into Div 1. Hey. And, on, and he, on sports day, he was so determined to win. And he won the race and he got the record. I broke the record. So oh. all the it teachers... It was an old record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. All the teachers, because they ha- all hated me, because I was terrible. Miss Amanda was the only I one who liked me. You. Yeah, you're the only <laughs> one who liked me. And they weren't going to let me run in Div 1, and on Sports Day, it was so bittersweet that I not only won it, got age champion, but I also broke the record and didn't have to cry under the demandable classroom. The only thing I'm really <laughs> hearing here is he peaked in Year 7. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He was convinced he was going to beat it. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon? I think a kid took that record off me as well. He stole it. So you, don't get like a, you don't get like a oh. message on your phone. <laughs> Record's just been. Well, it's not there anymore. You'll have to go back and run again. Yeah, I will have to look. Why don't you take him on? See who's got take it. Take him on. Keep the record. Remember the time? Come back 13 seconds. Flat. That's not bad. Yeah. Oh, wow, well, you remember. I um, remember. Oh, yeah. That was his highlight year. <laughs> that was remember? it. That was the best thing that ever happened to me. Was so... the tuck shop at the end of the line or what was going on? <laughs> yeah. Miss Amanda had a chip on the ground that she was rolling in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. I, I mean, I remember the um, the running part, all the crying over sports, Captain. I did forget that. So thank you for bringing that back up. I really do appreciate that. No problem. He really was a good kid. Some people might not have thought so, but I thought he was good. You saw through it. You yeah, saw through the act. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Well, hey, this is... This he is... was the star of my netball team. I had to be nice to him. Great. He was the star <laughs> of the yeah. netball team. Yeah, yeah. we played indoor netball. Wow. Uh, nice to catch Every up. Everyone, every game. <laughs> we did. We blazed it. Um, thanks for coming on this morning. When we come back, let's see where Abby cried at school. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey. What was Stab Abby and Matt like at school? Yes, it's uh, 2021 start of the school year. We just heard from Maddie's old sports teacher about what he was like in primary school, and he used to cry under the demandables when he didn't get his way. <laughs> just, you've grown up so much, buddy boy. <laughs> the problem is, there's no demandables now, so just to cry at your desk or in, the thing is, you we hear to you cry, sobbing, mate. We hear you. We just look the other way <laughs> to cry in your car now. <laughs> uh, um, but did find out that he could run 100 meters in 30 seconds. So we've we've learned something, and uh, we've also done a little bit of digging into Abby's past, and we found. One of her high school teachers, the lovely Miss Sharon, who was your drama teacher. Morning, Miss Sharon. Good morning, everybody. Now, oh. drama teacher as well. Oh, it is so nice to hear your voice. Thank you, Abby. Love you too. What, what was well, Abby Maddie, like? I, I'm afraid that Maddie better um, either plug his ears or something because everything that was said about Maddie. Um, I've got the total opposite story about Abby, so he's going to hate this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't get my English teacher on because I wasn't very good at English. <laughs> was she was uh, she a good a good drama student? Oh, she was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I mean, she played many of the the lead roles that we had, and. Uh, some amazing performances, but uh, yeah, incredibly funny. I mean, Abby is one of those people that, you know, she can walk into a room and light the whole place up and 
manipulate everybody around her to get on her side and a very, very funny um, and uh, just a beautiful person inside and out. So, um, yeah, it's uh, amazing to hear, you know, after so many years uh, that uh, you're doing something in radio because we always thought you'd either end up as an actor or in Hollywood or that. Uh, now, Miss Sharon, yeah. this is Abby Coleman we're talking about. <laughs> Very common name. Very common name. Uh, she did say manipulate. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you recognise it? I'm, I'm honestly in tears. I mean, thank you for those kind words, but you were just the most incredible teacher. And, you know, sometimes you go through your schooling and you just, you always rem- you remember a teacher that made such a difference to to your life, and that was you because you always backed me and you're always such an inspiration to, to me and in going into the career that I wanted to. So I kind of just wanted to chat to you and just say thank you so much because you're the most incredible teacher. Are you still teaching? Um, yes, I'm a principal now. So yes, you are. I try and get in the classroom and do a bit of drama and art and things like that, but um, I teach Aboriginal students now at the yeah, top great. of the and you must you must be a great um great teacher because those tears just now I fully believe that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was like mwah, Oscar winning. Happy is that she'd never drink water, and she'd only ever drink carbonated soda water. Well, that's isn't that then? Yeah, it's still the same. Wow, you still drink soda water? Yeah, you won't water. No, I still drink she's soda got, water. She's got one right next to her now. Manipulating staff to go and get it. Yeah, I'll go. I'm, I'm, I should better wrap this up. She needs to, she needs to be hydrated. <laughs> wow. Well, that's lovely, though. That is lovely. Oh, thank you, Abby, for those lovely words because, uh, yeah, you never know, you know, whether you've affected somebody's life or not. And, you know, teachers just do what they do and they work really hard and, you know, they love kids and it's really important that we try and make a difference, but it's lovely to hear when, when people say such nice things to us. My economics teacher, however, she wouldn't <laughs> say that. I think she's still doing lectures like, don't be like Abby <laughs> during economics. Well, we tried to get her. They yeah, just, no, she, yeah. she can't take phone calls in the asylum. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Miss Sharon, lovely to speak with you this morning. Thank you. No worries. Catch you soon, Abby. Thank you. Oh, good on you. Well, good luck to all the teachers going to school today. Well, they you do. Doing, they they yeah. do an incredible job. And I sometimes think that they don't really know how much they can affect kids in a positive or a negative way. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to come on. What does that say about me? Well. Did you ask them? Yeah. They said no. Yeah. What was one of the... You do say a few bad things on air about them. Oh, I don't. I've never even talked Remember about that one person teachers. that said but she doesn't have a gun? That was Mrs. Wrigley from primary school. That wasn't what I said. She, I saw her in a car park. She said, oh, Stuart, the people you meet when you don't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> but she was old then. She's so. a wonder why she didn't <laughs> come on. definitely won that battle. Uh, it's Stab, Abby and Matt. <laughs> Stab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Yeah, she got ejected off the show last night. Dipper or Ali going home tonight. Yeah, you know her as the uh, sister to Cody Simpson. Ali Simpson is on. Morning. Morning, guys. I know that was me screaming and splashing. (laughs) (laughs) Did you enjoy 
the jungle, did you like the experience? Yeah, I really did. I wasn't sure going in because mm. it's such a, a vulnerable position to be in and it's so scary. And I was going to be, I knew I was going to face all my fears, but coming out of it, like, I'm so happy I did it. And, like, ultimately and overall, I had so much fun. And hard going in when the team's already established. Like, they were a pretty close knit family when you yeah. arrived. Yeah, yeah. Hard. I went in when they were about eight days in. So mm. I kind of knew that there would be, like, groups formed already. So I, I definitely felt like the new kid at school. Like, did I was you, nervous. Did you get so nervous as well going, I'm not going to know anyone? Like yeah, yeah. even when they say their name, you're like, they're supposed to be a celebrity, but I have no idea. It was more like, obviously, the footy players, like because yeah. I don't obviously watch a lot of sports. I didn't know Travis or Dipper. And there's I, a lot of reality show, stars yeah, as well. Yeah, and then yeah. the reality um, TV show, because I, I hadn't watched like a lot since being back. So um, that, but most of them I knew. You're back in Australia now. You've lived over in LA a long time. Mm-hmm. You moved over there. Uh, your whole family moved over when, yeah. when Cody, you know, signed yep. his, um, his record deal and mm-hmm. stuff. You guys have been in, in the headline. Well, he's been in the headlines lately. Yep. And I, I know that um, you got grilled on Miley the minute you sat down pretty yeah. much in there. Yeah. Did, did he tell you what you were and weren't allowed to say? No, not at all. Because, like, we're, we're both so used to being asked, you know, questions like this. So I just expected I was going to get asked about it. And, you know, we're, we're super chill and Cody's really chill about it. Like, he knows I would just say what the truth is anyway. So, yeah. like, we don't talk about it. Like, what are you going to say? Has what? he watched it? Um, he's watched like because he obviously can't watch it in the states, but mm. I've sent him all like the little clips and stuff. So he's watched yeah. my trials, and I've sent him like some of the funny stuff. So yeah, he's super chill. We just sort of go with the flow. Like we don't discuss that. Did sort you of thing. leave off the Miley thing when you sent it to him though? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he doesn't need to say that. There's no point. There's no yeah, point. There's honestly no point. He'd be like, yeah, yeah. sweet. Like, yeah. he wouldn't care anyway. <laughs> you must have thought, though, when they first started dating, like, they went intense real quick. Yeah, Everyone yeah. must have been like, hey, guys, like, <laughs> let's just, just relax a little. Yeah, no, it was nice to see. I think they both love really hard. So it was really nice to see sort of how, like, hot and heavy they went in pretty quickly. Um, and it was just nice to see them happy. Like, Cody yeah. was really happy. And um, so my whole family was stoked for him. So it's just sort of how it went. Remember, we spoke to him because he was in The Masked Singer. Remember, he won yeah. it. Oh, and he yeah, was really, yeah. we spoke to him after and we're talking about that. But he kept coming back to Miley. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's nice. We're like, yeah. enough. We, we've talked yeah, about like, we enough. Get it. So about the Masked Singer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Miley's seen it. She, yeah, oh, that's bit, cute. Yeah. It was a bit head over yeah, here. Yeah, it's a bit smitten. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah. He has a new girlfriend now anyway. So he does. He does. And they're, and they're super in love and she's a beautiful girl, so I'm happy for him. This what? week, the way he loved Miley. Hey. Who knows, who knows <laughs> what will happen? You never know. You never know. But yeah, they're super happy. It's nice. Will he be in the Olympics for swimming? Because I believe you were both swimmers, weren't you? Yeah, we were both swimmers when we were really young. Co- I mean, Cody just qualified for Olympic trials, so right. yep. he definitely has a chance. I mean, he's training really hard all the time. Um, so Is I think- it Butterfly? Butterfly, yeah. Oh, the hardest one. Yeah, the hardest one. I know. He was always in Butterfly. I was breaststroke, but I was so young when I was a swimmer, so I can't, I mean, I was 12, like I can't mm. classify myself as a swimmer. But my, my parents swam for Australia, and I, I wanted to swim when I was young, but obviously fell out of that when I went to LA. Think of the chlorine with your hair. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought about that at the time. I didn't yeah. own makeup. I think I owned two T-shirts, like yeah. my Miami Swimming Club T-shirt. That was about it. Like, I, <laughs> it's changed a lot since then. And you so. always look stoned because of the chlorine too, so. Yeah, your eyes are yeah. always just red and yeah. glazed. Do you, Stav? Because of you? the chlorine. I'm your mother and I'm not, I'm not buying that story. <laughs> I dropped you off at Carindale. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> when you were in LA, you, uh, you were on the Disney Channel quite young. Yeah. As well, you did some stuff on there and you got pretty tight with the Kardashians. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There. Yeah, Disney. I had a radio show on um, on Radio Disney for about four years. It was like every Friday night. So that was super fun. That was yeah. like 
I just loved doing that and I just got to interview like so many people that I was obsessed with, you know, artists and stuff like that. And um and then yeah, the Kardashians. That was because Cody dated Kylie, so that was sort of oh, how we um. Right. God, he's like been thrilled, like, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that kid needs like, swimming, music, chicks. I know. I you can't stop now. him, honestly. But yeah, that was I guess how we got close. So with did them. you have to interview them while he was dating them, or like which one came first? Yeah, that's how he got the hook up. They come over for a play date. You're like, oi, Friday night, radio <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, show. Friday night, let's meet in Burbank, come on my show. No, um, yeah, it was. Uh, they, they're an awesome family. Yeah. Like, and, but that was just a lifetime ago. I think Cody was like 15 or 16. Yeah, right. Yeah. Did, yeah. You get to, did you get to go to their house? Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. We had went to a couple of their Christmas parties and wow. very, very extravagant dinners and stuff like that. Um, but they're they're an awesome family. Like, they're so. They're actually so down to earth and normal. Yeah. Like when you're in like a dinner setting with them, like they're they're really awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually love them. I think what they've created is unbelievable. You know, I, I think so too. They've, it's an empire. It really mm. is. It really it's is. Their last season now, isn't it? So yeah, so. yeah they just started filming it. I believe they just yeah. finished it. How finished it? They, right. They've been doing it for like twenty years or something, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. Would your family ever do a reality show like that? Oh, we've definitely been asked. The Simpsons, <laughs> the second round of the Simpsons. Oh, we've definitely been asked, but. I think because we were so young and we were asked in the in the period when like we were really really busy with Cody's music and we were touring and traveling but my parents like for some reason just didn't think it would be a good idea for us as a family unit like mm. we were really close and tight knit and we really didn't want anyone sort of coming in and telling us to create drama Cody and I have never had a fight in our entire life oh, wow. I don't believe that I what? swear it's weird What's the age gap between you guys? 1 year Right and you've never re- honestly nice. the biggest thing we fought about is like I would steal one of his hats to wear like out of his wardrobe Your parents are better than <laughs> I am cuz my kids fight all the time It's weird the three of us siblings and our younger brother Tom as well we just don't fight I think Ooh. it may be cuz we grew up on the road together like we didn't go to like high school and like I don't know if there was an element where we like were forced to be each other's best friends that we like I make you feel better. My sister and I were banned from swimming alone in the pool because she nearly drowned me one day (laughs) and she got a cracked tooth when we were fighting in the pool. So don't feel bad. Yeah, tell, feel tell bad. us the truth. You're I still in, you're feel in like good I have. No, no, yeah. really. I, that's it's honestly the truth. I wish I had a cool story to be like I did this to Cody once, like but I, I just didn't. Check so with your parents, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can, you can, but the, the, I, they I even my, think it's weird. They're like, guys, have a fight, would you? Yeah. yeah, guys, like, what's going on? Yeah, it's literally weird. I hit my sister in the face with a baseball bat, so she ran over oh my, my four God. fingers with an iron. So. And I'm You're still going for therapy anything. for oh mine. So I, I wish I had a story like that. I'm mm. boring. <laughs> hey, look, you were so much fun to watch on the show. Thanks, um, guys. And thank you so much for coming in. Great to see you this morning. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much. Uh, there she's Ali Simpson on the air. Don't forget, I'm a celeb. It's back tonight, 7.30, Channel 10. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Like you said, back to school. Mm-hmm. My most hated job, the parent is doing school lunches. Like I just want that age when they can do their own school lunches. And I was saying this to my friend, and she's like, yeah, but you're not there in the morning. I go, nah, but I'm making the night before or early in the morning. Do you guys make school lunches before you leave? No. No. Do kids have to eat at school today? That's what I'm saying. I need a wine. Can't they Uber Eats? <laughs> Remember they Uber Eats? Why kids am would I do making the lunches when I'm not home in the morning? Because you like to do it. I hate it. I hate the lunches. It's the worst job ever. Well, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Make a stance. Line in the sand. Line in the lunchbox. 2021. Yes. No more lunches. Uh, Abby, uh, this is the school. 17 kids have died from anaphylactic shock because your husband packed a Snickers bar with you. Yeah, but he's got to make those mistakes to learn. That's yeah. true. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. <laughs>
Laid some new turf at uh, home on the weekend. Excitement. Yeah, because mm. we uh, got a new carport done, but the turf had to get ripped up and whatever. Does it match, though? Yes, it is exactly Just the same saying, because you didn't want to... And I've levelled it out. It will sink a little, because that's what happens, and over time I will mm. bring up the level to perfection. But we've had some new neighbours move in uh, next door. It's bought the house. 26. Like to party. And as I was laying turf and mowing the backyard, <laughs> they were having a party, you know, a bit of a housewarming. They were lobbing Great Northerns they over the <laughs> over the fence. At your house? Not. Four ones for you to drink? Yeah. Oh, that's all right. No, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good. Oh, yeah. I thought they were putting Me their empties. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah. They can You've see... got this gardener? <laughs> they can see me hard at work. They're just oh, like, here. Great. So it's like a little, like a little Rapunzel oh. trail of refreshment. How many did they throw? What's the issue? They're, well, the issue is in the heat of the day, yeah. Yeah, I don't usually don't finish mowing with a few under the belt. I was oh, like, oh, wonky no. donks, you know. So The lines aren't perfectly no, straight. No, yeah, that's exactly right. You got out right. the measuring. Yeah. You drew a penis. So, well, no, it's just more having... Do you think he would do that with his no. turf? No, I don't. Make a mockery of it? I'm no sorry. Ways. I would, I'd, but I'd do it on a high setting and then I'd mow out the pain on the long side. The, <laughs> the issue is, you know, when you're just a little bit tipsy, because Esther had been out with the kids, and you got to pretend not to be? Yep. Just that was mm. 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 Thanks. Mainly thanks, but a little <laughs> bit of no thanks. <laughs> God, I wish I had neighbours like that. Took uh, Rory fishing on the weekend with her friend Chloe and cat and um, another cat. Don't know if you've ever been fishing with your kids, Maddie. Have you ever done it? Yeah. You don't spend any time fishing. All I did was bait her hook. Then I had to sort out cats because she got a snag, rehook that, put a sinker on. Oh, cat, Rory's caught a fish, got that off the hook, put it back in the water. She needs rebaiting now. Another snag on this side. Oh, you're snagged? Okay, I'll come to you after I do this. I, d- I didn't fish once. No, it's not relaxing. <laughs> not relaxing at all. You see how stressed Maddie was when he was fishing last time. He just, it was in the rain. The water was just doing, they wanted to hold the rods. And he's like, please, can we just catch a fish before my son starts crying? It was a stressful time for him. You can't fish in the rain. And you know what I did? I just walked off and left him home with all the she kids. Did. So he Perfect. knows. She did. But the best part is Scotty was there. And so Scotty was baiting my hook for me. <laughs> I don't like, want to say it. Xander, Xander's like, Dad, I need a new sinker. I'm like, just wait for Scotty. He'll do it for you. <laughs> he has to come and do, come and do Max, too. Oh, wow. Do you know how to do it? <laughs> no. <Nah. Nah. laughs> I don't know either. Okay. So, so I can go fishing. That means I will definitely come fishing with you if you've got the skills. Yay. Me and Rawls on the edge of the pontoon. <laughs> Sounds Hey, Rory, can you get your dad to bait this for me? <laughs> <laughs> uh... Thanks for nothing. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That's the podcast. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105.